0: Good morning, Lydia House. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to 2022. Wow. I mean, you know, we are getting old, (laughs) but we're young in the Lord. Amen. Amen. I hope everyone had a happy new year and, um, we're all here in this frigid, cold north country this morning, where it was, at least last time I looked, it was 26 below windchill. But we won't talk about that. <laughs> we have better things to talk about this morning. I'm going to read from Psalm 121, verses 1 through 3. I will lift up my eyes to the mountains. From where shall my help come My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Father, that you sent your son Jesus. We thank you that you uphold all things because by your word all things were created. We thank you that you have filled us with your Holy Spirit, and that we walk and we keep our eyes solely and completely focused on you. We will focus on you, Lord, this new year as we walk into it. We're not going to look back at what was, but we're going to look forward at what will be as we keep our eyes focused on you. We thank you, Lord, that you do not allow our foot to slip. It may feel like we're slipping, but you grab hold of us. You uplift us. You hold us in your arms. You breathe your breath of life in us. And we thank you so much, Lord, in the name of your son. Amen.
1: Amen. 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 Thank you. And welcome, everybody. Welcome to those joining us online. Happy New Year. Everybody excited for 22? Amen. Or at least excited Yay. to Good say goodbye to 21 anyway, yeah. right? Yeah. We'll take it. Let's do that. Uh, welcome, everybody. And email sign up sheet is back there, the offering box is back there. But all that stuff is for the last time because this is our last service here at the Red Barn, mm. which is not a surprise, probably, to anybody here, maybe to those of you watching online. But this is our last service here in the building. We've been here seven months, about. And it's been a great home to us. And so we are, you know, it's always sad. Goodbyes are usually a little bit sad, but that's okay. It was a a fun temporary thing. We don't always know where God is leading us (laughs) and calling us. I've been thinking a lot about the Israelites. You know, they followed the cloud by day, (laughs) the pillar of fire by night. And the spirit moved and they moved. And sometimes that's all we get. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we just get a, wait, where is he? Oh, he moved. Let's go. You know? And and, and sometimes we get very clear instruction. And right now we're following, and that's pretty exciting from a certain point of view, right? We always like it in the adventure movies and the books. Ooh, they get to do all this stuff, and they don't know what's happening, and it's mysterious. And then sometimes when it's us, it's like, oh, this is horrible. So hopefully it's not horrible for anybody here. Uh, It's not horrible for me. I'm looking forward to meeting at North Springs starting next week. For those who don't know, it's uh, 7868 Lake Drive in Lionel Lakes. And if you come up 35 to get here, you pass it. So you probably have seen it many times and we're like, not even noticing. I
2: honked every time. (laughs) Paul
1: honks when he drives by because he knows them and and he thinks they will like that. (laughs) I don't know that they do or notice, but... But it's the thought that counts. I'm
2: going to ask them when I get You're going to ask them. Do
1: you hear me honking when I drive <laughs> by your church in the middle of the week sometimes? And they will say, yeah. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, we're going to be there next week. Anybody excited? I
2: am.
1: I am. It's yeah. go- no. The time is earlier. It's going to be 10 a.m. instead of 10.30. So that's the main thing to remember. So all of our 9.30 small groups will be starting at 9.00 starting next week. So men's and women's group at 9, worship team, tech team at 9, and then service at 10. So that might take a little getting used to. It's only a half hour, though, so it's not too bad. It's not like they have a sunrise service. <laughs>
3: uh,
1: although this time of year, sunrise service isn't that bad either. But <laughs> so it should be good. If anybody has any questions or anything, talk to me, talk to Paul. We'll be there next week. I know there are a number of people out for illness this week, so we'll be praying for them. Uh, in a moment anybody I'll just ask anybody have any questions about the move or anything they feel like they need to know or understand okay see you there at 10 next Sunday there's not too much to figure out and that's all I have for announcements yeah
2: well let us definitely pray and include those that we know of that are it says on uh, no it says off sorry i was going to do it right this time and i saw it said on and then i read it wrong so as i look out i i know that there are still sicknesses at the Volker family how are you feeling ann are you there I'm, I'm- you're here I'm here. Uh, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm very grateful to be here. Yes. Okay. We are all make, We are both making progress. So okay. We're Good. So we'll uh, pray for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Janice. Pardon. Janice. Is Janice is out. Blake and Steph. Blake and Steph. Yeah, the worship
1: team is. Okay. Oh, wow. He dropped very quickly, and now here I am. Oh. My kids aren't sick. They're just. Other people were sick, so they decided not to go.
2: So we hold these friends up before you, Father. We pray that you would uh, put your hand upon them and heal them. We pray for the Volker family. We bless that place. We bless it with healing, the balm of Gilead, healing in Jesus. You told us to pray for the sick, not to bless them in their sickness, but to heal them. And so we believe that our prayers are having healing impact now. We pray Steph for Lawrence. Janice, that you would bring her to a quick recovery. Laura, Any others?
4: Laura, Laura, and Steve
2: Lawrence. Blake and Steph. Yes, Blake and Steph and... Uh, Laura Harris and Steve Steve also is not feeling well So we we bless them and pray for healing for them and a friend of ours another Laura Laura McClure uh, We thank you that she is alive And we pray that that would continue she would get better and better and stronger and stronger And we pray for Grandma's back. We pray for healing from that pain that she has suffered for a long time, the degeneration that has taken place there. God, show your goodness and mercy toward her and touch and heal her. We thank you. We look into this new year with great anticipation, believing that you have special things for us, that you have yet to reveal to us, but you will. We acknowledge our need for you. We pray that you would heal us in our hearts, that you would forgive us where we have stepped out of your will, where we have been independent of your grace. So we step into that place where we receive the blessings that flow from your hand. And we thank you for all that we have to look forward to this day, this year, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. As we get ready to sing, just greet those who are around you and um, bless them in the name of the Lord. Yeah. You beat me to it. You got here. Yes, I'm here. here. Okay, let's worship.
1: i I was dead in the grave. I was covered in sin and shame. I heard mercy call my name. that you live, no matter what else is going on in our lives, no matter what else is going on in the world, no matter what our health is, no matter where we meet for church, you live, you rose, you conquered, you won. Help us always keep that in mind, Jesus. How great the chasm that lay between I turned to heaven and spoke your name into the night. And through the darkness, your loving kindness tore through the shadows of my soul. Your buried body began to breathe out of the sun. issues with my body. It's been a year of storms and all sorts of things that challenge our peace. But in the midst of all that, Jesus said, I gave you my peace. I set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. It doesn't matter what's going on, God, around us or in our lives, We can experience your peace. I pray that you would help us do that. Your peace shines in the darkness like little else. I pray that you would help us to be that light. We thank you, Lord, that you make the darkness tremble. And that you do that through us. Not through striving, not through trying to do perfect actions on our own but just by following you and just by obeying just by walking in your love and your peace help us do that Lord peace bring it all to peace the storm surrounding me let it play at your name still call the sea to still Rage in me to stir every way at your. Let's sing that again. Peace. Peace. Bring it all to peace. The storm surrounding me. Let it break at your name Stir. Call the sea to still The rage in me to stir every day. It's true. it is that the Holy Spirit brings to your mind right now. It could be in your life. It could be in your family. It could be in the world. I want you to prophesy. Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble. say anything, do it.
4: Declare your victory in Jesus' name. Increase your light in us, Lord, that everywhere we go,
5: in your name we
0: drive up darkness.
5: Increase it in us, Lord, that we take it. To every place that you send us, where you send us out, Lord, let us be faithful to stand firm and let your presence just dominate and flood the atmosphere, Lord. Your power, your presence, your peace, your victory, Lord, that you've already won at such a great price for us, Lord. Let us not take it for granted. Let us recognize what you are calling us to do. You are sending us out in your name, to bring the deliverance that you gave to your disciples to do in your name. You give that same power and authority to us. So, Lord, let us take it and embrace it and use it to your glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.
0: Lord, send your ministering spirits into every single person right now, into your people, Lord, your people that are called by your name. We ask you to send your ministering spirits to bring healing, to bring life. If they don't know you in your fullness, we pray for life in the fullness. We ask you to fill them with your Holy Spirit. Bring your gift of tongues into their life. We speak your life and your tongues over them in the name of Jesus. The mighty name of Jesus and at that name, Every demonic force will bow, and your healing will go forth throughout this land in Jesus' name.
3: And to break every stronghold in the name of Jesus Christ of the enemy in our, in our lives and our loved ones' lives into 2022. Open our eyes. Give us discernment and, and the people around us and our friends and our family other believers that we know that your church Lord. amen.
1: I think we should respond uh, to those words and sing in tongues together. So I'm just gonna sing this uh, chorus in English a couple times but I'd like you to join it in a tongue if you don't have the gift of tongues yet. Uh, ask for it right now open your mouth and uh, do it. The Holy Spirit doesn't withhold. Uh, particularly this gift. I literally know no one who has asked for the gift of tongues who hasn't eventually gotten it. So if you haven't yet, maybe it's the new year for you and give it a shot. Otherwise, uh, you can sing in English. But I want us to uh, prof- proclaim prophetically in this tongue. I don't know all of what God wants to do in the next minute, but I know. He, I feel like He wants us to do this. The tongues is the only gift unique to the New Covenant. And I think we need to use it a little more than we do. Because God has reasons for everything. Amen? So I encourage you to speak or sing in a tongue. word that feels for the group grab the mic chris has one
0: i'm just seeing a well and it's the well of living water rising up and it's just rising up and bubbling over
1: saying you have access to far more than you think you do In me. You have access to far more power, far more help, far more comfort, far more power in the spirit than you are asking for right now and walking in right now.
5: I concur with that and I see this vision of each home i can picture that the lord has given me access to and physically walking into that home and out of every window and every doorway this demonic um i see it like tentacles of a of a black octopus are leaving out of those windows and doors be just because i enter the house there's that much power in the presence that he's placed in each of us Mm -hmm. that just our physical entering these places is going to start driving out the enemy and we have to be in the armor of god we have to be ready we have to be standing firm and no matter what comes against us the presence of god is stronger and so our flesh has to stay weak so he can be strong in us
3: Uh, part of Psalm 103 for us at, uh, into the new year that we would pray like David would for us, our family, our brethren. Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagle's. May we proclaim this every morning, Lord, in our life, um, and remember to remember all your tender mercies you've done in our, in our life in the past. That you are healing God, that you are healing a spirit soul and body and help us to continue to trust you in that way, and to remind others of this when when they forget, and when we forget, amen. Thank you
2: for sharing that, because I have felt, uh, as I've looked toward the new year, that I'm to believe the Lord for healing in 2022 will be remarkable. In our, in our ministry, in our personal lives, and together. So I'd like you to join me in believing that this gift of the Spirit will be uh, in maximum use in the, in the days ahead. Because the Word is full of it, and it promises it to us, and I have prayed for it and laid claim to it. I have not seen it the way I've expected to. But certainly in the new year, I'd like to believe for that in a remarkable way. I'd also like to believe for Chris and Kathy, as the Lord uh, speaks to you about your situation and your future. Those of you that are near them, put your hands on uh, Chris and Kathy. Is there... Looking to the Lord about uh, the possibility of moving to California, taking a position. As you know, she's a, a tennis lady, and um, she's got an offer in California. So, uh, somebody grab the mic there and and uh, and use it. Uh, pray, pray for her.
5: Lord. You promised to make Your way known. When we seek you, you want to reveal to us. So, Lord, we just ask you to reveal to them your plan. Mm-hmm. Step by step, Lord, we trust that you are faithful. You want them to know what you want. And they are asking, Lord. So give them unity in this decision. Let them have peace. Let your peace be the signature mm-hmm. to show them that this is the way. And, Lord, we just ask you to surround them with the body, Lord, whether we're together physically or Across the miles, it doesn't matter. You have linked us together in the body of Christ. So let us support our brother and sister. Mm -hmm. As we see where you are sending them, you have gifted Kathy in amazing ways, Lord. And if this is a new platform where you are giving her authority and a voice in Jesus' name, let them be faithful to embrace it. And if this is not your plan, Lord, show them clearly. Show them clearly right away, Lord, and let them be willing to hear from you in Jesus' name.
4: In Jesus name. Jesus' name, amen and amen to that. Thank you. And and these days waiting to, Lord, uh, continue mm-hmm. that, that strong peace that passes all understanding. But also, may they just hear your voice clearly, Lord, bless mm-hmm. them with uh, mm-hmm. your presence, your countenance, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Jesus,
3: just we'll be gone. We won't be here next Sunday. As we're going out as an exploratory trip there Mm -hmm. for confirmation. So if you could pray,
2: okay. Well, God, God speak to you and and show you His will and His way. So, when you look at the calendar, you see moments of potential change. Day and night. We sleep at night, and the night actually begins for a Hebrew the, the night before. And so we set our agenda, and we go to sleep, Then we wake up and walk into the day. That's a time to change. Every week, we're called together, forsaking not the assembling of yourselves together. So we come together on a weekly basis. Why? To encourage one another, yes. to run the race well. Every month is a new month on the calendar, the new moon. God made it that way. The heavens declare the glory of God. And that speaks of a chance every month. Something new, something is changing in the atmosphere. Something can change in us so we can make changes. And then the year. My, oh, my. Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, happens before the Jewish New Year and precedes it. And you find all kinds of Israelis Mm. praying, not just the believers. But they they take that seriously because this is a new year, a new, fresh start. Mm. And so a day of repentance precedes that. And we enter into Rosh Hashanah, the top of the year, the beginning of the year. So now we're stepping into this, and it's okay to feel like we can put some things behind. Anything you're, anything you're leaving in 2021. Anything you're going to just say, no more of that. We're leaving that behind. That's a good idea. <laughs> any good, any old habits, any old ideas, anything you're going to just. Leave in 2021. You can do that. God gives you power and authority to leave. You're stepping in now to a new year. This is a new day. This is a new start. This is a new beginning. You can feel a freshness. And yes, if you want to, you can make resolution. I suggest you make them not as this is what I'm going to do, but like Phil used to say, I can't, you can, God help me. That's what your husband used to say all the time. So we're saying, I'm not able to change myself, but by the power of the Holy Spirit, God can put new things in me. So I hope you have an expectation for 2022. One of mine is to see healing like we've never seen before. That's an expectation I feel God's put in me. And so I'm going to be looking for that as I pray for people. I'm going to be looking, expecting uh, changes to be made. So let me ask you a couple questions. Is there anything that you would like to do before you meet up with the Lord? Think about it. Is there anything that you feel you need to do as we're walking in? To a new year, new year. The reason I ask that is because Luke introduces us to a man named Simeon, who was told that he would not die until he had seen the Messiah, Messiah, Christ. And so we don't know if he's old. We assume that he's probably older, old, but it was revealed to him four things. Four things about him. Number one, he was righteous and devout. I'm reading from Luke chapter two. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel. Number three, the spirit of the Lord was upon him. Well, that's a good thing. He as an old covenant saint, had the Spirit upon him. And fourth, it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit speaks. Did you know that? You know that, don't you? The Holy Spirit speaks to us. So the Holy Spirit revealed to Simeon that he would not see death until he had seen the Lord's Christ. Wow. Wow. We assume that he's older. We're not sure. But God could speak to him. And he came to the temple exactly at the right time. When Joseph and Mary showed up, how could that be? There are multitudes coming. And we don't know if he lived close or far away. We don't know if he had to make special trips every time he came. It doesn't say that. But he came to the temple at just the right time. Way to go. Way to go, Simeon. Way to go, Holy Spirit. (laughs) It turned into one of the three very remarkable experiences that the Holy Family had while Jesus was an infant. Name the first. Shepherds. Maybe not at first. Maybe it didn't look all that marvelous, because they were in a stable, and maybe even they had questions at momentarily. I would guess they would have. Could this really be it? We're in a stable? The Messiah? It doesn't make sense. Out back. Until the shepherds come. And the shepherds say, they could not believe what they had experienced. They had seen an angel followed by a multitude of heavenly hosts. Would you think that God opened up heaven and emptied out of heaven for that event? I wonder if all the billions of angels finally are in heaven. Now, they didn't all see them, but the shepherds did. And so... They said, we're going to go see this, that the Lord has made known to us how kind of God. So their excitement, they come to Mary and Joseph, they find the place, and that moved on Mary. That changed her. When they left, it said, Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. How kind of God to reveal to them. Now, this is the second incident. We'll talk about it in a minute. It's a marvelous incident. What was the third? The wise man. The wise man. We're going to hear about that in a couple of weeks. That happened later. The infant, Brefe, now is a child, Paideon. So, not anymore. Maybe walking, we don't know, but they're calling Jesus a Pidean, a child. And so there, some time had elapsed. These three incidences, speaking powerfully to Mary and Joseph, that God was with them, each encounter put strength into them because they knew they were being called to something that was going to be very difficult, from an illegitimate birth to an illegitimate king of Israel throughout their life and then when Joseph left throughout Mary's life. Leviticus 12 prescribed that when an Israelite woman gave birth to a son, She would be unclean for seven days. On the eighth day, the boy would be circumcised. Then she would continue in purification for 33 more days. And then she was to come to the temple court and bring with her a lamb. Leviticus gives the option for poor people that if they couldn't afford a lamb, they would bring either two turtle doves or two... Sparrow? Yeah, pigeons. Yeah. So this fit the budget of Joseph and Mary better than a lamb. So that's what they brought. And... They did bring a lamb 33 years later for an offering. 33
6: yes. days, 33 days. Broke
2: their heart. Wow. Broke his heart. Broke Mary's heart.
1: Mm, sure.
2: So, did she survive? Yeah, we read about her. She shows up at the, uh, with the 120. She's one of them. She is named there. What about the rest of the family? Jesus appeared personally to his brother, James. It says in 1 Corinthians 15, Jesus appeared to him. He was a skeptic. Remember, they tried to get Jesus home. He was an embarrassment to the family. They tried, to come on, home. Even Mary was in on it. They convinced her, I think. They convinced her, we've got to get Jesus home. He's an itinerant. He's a traveler. He doesn't have anything. He doesn't have any money. It's an they tried. He was a, a terrible embarrassment to the family. And Jesus was on the inside, and he said, here's my family. Yeah. Those who do the will of God are my brother, my sister, and my mother.
1: <sighs>
2: wow. So there was some real, real hardship that they... Embrace So how kind of God, as they're walking into their future, as they're at the temple court, here comes Simeon, and he comes over them. We don't know how he convinced them, because he takes the child and holds the child up. They may have been scared to death and wondering, who is this person? But somehow he's able to convince them that he's for real. And he holds the child up. And what does he say? Lord, now let your servant, literally your bond slave, doulos, let your bond slave depart in peace. For mine eyes have seen... Your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles. Gentiles. How could that be? This is, a Jewish, this is a Jewish king. A light to lighten the Gentiles. Simeon, the Jew, is saying this. And the glory of thy people Israel. What a powerful word that he gave to them. Very confusing, though. very confusing. Indeed, very confusing. So God wanted to encourage this couple, and he stirred in the heart of Simeon, who was filled with the Holy Spirit. This is pre-Pentecost. Filled with the Holy Spirit. Knew the time. The Spirit said, Now. He goes to the temple. He sees a couple with an infant, and God says, that is it. This is what you do. This is what you pray. Do you know that that prayer is prayed every year over a million times? Do you know that it's prayed at funerals? I prayed it many times at funerals. Now, O Lord, let your servant depart in peace. I said it over my sister, Ruth. This prayer. Depart in peace, according to your word, For eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for the face of all people. The nuke diminished. He was a nothing. He was a nobody. And God filled him with his spirit and said, you are to bless the Holy Family. How kind of God to speak in this way to Mary and Joseph. And then after that revelatory prayer, Then he speaks to Mary, and he says some hard words. Listen to what he says. Behold, this child is appointed for the rise and falling of many in Israel, and for a sign that is opposed. And then he says parenthetically, and a sword will pierce your own heart as well. Uh. that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Joseph and Mary were going to go home to ridicule. 33 years later, they knew that she had conceived illegitimately because the Pharisees said to Jesus, we were not born in prostitution. We're not born in illegitimacy. So they got it from Nazareth all her life. So she paid a price to be the greatest single person. She isn't God. She isn't the mother of God. She's the mother of Jesus, the God man, the Savior of the world. And as this is not enough, God also sends Anna. Who is Anna? She's a prophetess. And she brings a word. There was a prophetess, Anna. She was advanced in years, having lived with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin, and then as a widow until she was 84. She did not depart from the temple It's almost like she camped out there. Yeah. Worshiping with fasting and prayer night and day. She was a special lady. There are churches that are named. You've heard them, St. Anne's Church. That's, this, she's the lady that this is named of. She did not depart from the temple worshiping with fasting and prayers day and night and coming at that very hour She began to give thanks to God. So she's praising God, just like he. He spoke to God, and they spoke to the people. Same with Anna, giving thanks to God and to speak of him to all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. I suspect that a small group began to gather. This is out in the temple court. This is open area. There are lambs coming in and out. There are animals. This is not in the temple proper. So people are around. Well, when Simeon starts to pray, they're wondering, what's going on here? What, what, what's, how's this baby different? And so some are gathering. Now Anna, they've, they've seen Anna. She's here every day. I see her every time I come here. There's Anna. They know her. And so they're gathering around. Now they hear Anna prophesying and speaking. And they are in on the prophetic word. So a a crowd is gathering. They had heard words before, but never like this. Never anything to match this. It's an unforgettable experience for Mary and Joseph. But also, as Luke says, to all who are waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. So... So God was kind to give them Simeon and to give them Anna. Think about it. Anna, let's say she got married when she was 17. That would be the average age or earlier in those days. Average age now, it keeps going higher and higher. I just looked at the statistics. It was 21, the average age was 21. Some years ago, 1944, I think. And now it's up at 26, 27, average age. So back in those days, it was much earlier. So she, let's say at 17, her husband dies at 24. So what does she do? My, could she have turned into a victim? Oh, my. My life is over. Where's my life? Where's my husband? She could have been a victim for the rest of her life. Somehow, God got a hold of her and said, I am going to use you in a signal way. She bought in. She embraced it. And she became a prayer warrior day and night, fasting and prayer. What a remarkable lady. History knows about her. Millions now know of Saint Anne, who could have been a victim, but was a total victor. So proud of her for hanging in there through suffering, turning her situation around and using these two likely, she was 84, he was probably old too, two elderly people to speak to Mary and Joseph, about Jesus, about destiny. So that's my sermon. Here's my question. Is God speaking to you about anything that you need to do before the Lord comes or before you check out? Is there anything that you must do? Simeon knew he had to do this, and he would do it. We want to be listening. Now, it may be not a have to, but maybe it's a get to, or maybe it's a want to. Maybe God is speaking to us about how he wants us to step out and to step in to this new place, this new year, new set of challenges, new set of opportunities, there will be problems, aren't there? Won't there be? Maybe lots of them. Maybe things to overcome. Maybe challenges to break through. Maybe temptations to resist, certainly. But we want to set our heart. I'm, I'm so encouraged. I don't think I ever preached a sermon on Simeon and Anna before. And so I was just moved by these two elderly saints. She a little older than me. I'm going on 78. And we don't know about Simeon, but probably older. And now we won't hear from him anymore because he's stepping over. He's stepping over to a new place. So I'm going to just close my eyes now and invite you to close your eyes. And I'm just going to ask you a couple things. And then we'll just meditate quietly for a moment before we uh, maybe share a little bit together. Heavenly Father, thank you for Simeon, who knew how to be guided by the Spirit. He's an old covenant saint, and yet he was guided by the Spirit. And spoke your word through the power of the Spirit. Encouraged this holy couple. We thank you for Ann. Anna. My. What strength you gave her. After having a severe loss. She really made a mark. Thank you for her. We're now at the beginning of 2022, and we want to let some things go. We want to walk into our destiny, even as you had a destiny for Anna and for Simeon, and they fulfilled it. We know we have things that you have commissioned us to do. Now, I just want you to just be open because I'm going to pray for the Holy Spirit to fill you for 2022, give you what you need to accomplish it, and then after a moment, then we'll just share just a little bit. you want us to make our mark these are ordinary people just like us and we're reading about them 2,000 years later because they made their mark I thank you for Liddy House, I thank you for this church, I thank you for the people gathered here God you know we're just regular people fill us now Fill, my friends, with your Holy Spirit. Fill them with your Spirit so that they can accomplish everything that you have commissioned them to do in 2022. Let them not fall short. Next December 31st, let them say, thank you, God, for allowing me to do what you told me to do in this year. Give them a sense of destiny as they walk into it. We know we're normal. We know we're everyday. But the Holy Spirit in us makes us phenomenal. Makes us way out of the ordinary. Makes us capable of miracles. Oh, friends, you're going to do miracles in 2022. Now, when you're going to put your hands on some people and they're going to be healed immediately, just like that, just like that. Yes. And we're going to say, oh, God is doing it. God is going to touch us so that we can touch others with his love and power. People need Jesus Christ. People need salvation. I'm so thankful for the way my buddy Chris brings that up so often about evangelism. Reaching out to lost people. Oh God, let us do it in 2022. And let us see people brought to faith through our bumbling words because we're full of the Holy Spirit and acknowledging you as King. And so now, if the Lord either gives you a word or gives you a a prayer, grab the mic and uh, say it or pray it, however you want to respond.
3: Yesterday, um, you told me, Paul, a very profound thing about Simeon, that other than Mary and Joseph, nobody else held Jesus. And and you said he was a nobody, and uh, I mean, don't we feel like that sometimes? Don't we feel like um, you know Anna had been in what went on with her for years? Did she plan to be a widow, be like a nun and just pray, or did circumstances happen? Simeon, you know the untold stories that someday maybe we'll know, but. Um, and you know, the thought came to me are as the Lord revealed his, not the day or the hour, but John, John says we're in the last hour, 2000 years ago, as he revealed to people that they won't die before they see Jesus come back, Maranatha, may he come, may those some who are living now have that expectation to pray harder. That's the whole point, is that they would be praying for that. And then, Luann, were, were you? You were saying light, light today, right? And isn't that what Simeon prayed? That he'd be the light
7: to a the light? Gentiles? yes, a light. And to, light.
3: And, and to the Jews, too, because so many, that's One for Israel ministry on YouTube is talking about how many are coming to the Lord. They give, they give their testimony. But to the Gentiles, my ministry is obviously to Greeks. Oh yeah, and can I just give a one-minute testimony, and that it would encourage us to? I'm not an evangelist in that sense. You point, but and I, you know, things don't always happen in airports. I've shared that, but at Walmart the other day, uh, I saw Jesus give. You know, the greatest gift at Christmas is when He it touches somebody's life. I just want to give a one-minute the short
2: version. Wonderful, go for
3: it. It's just impacted me a lot. And it was the greatest gift for me for Christmas, Is I'm driving into Walmart and, you know, unusually on the, on the, on the not in a parking place, but in the dry, driveway, there's a woman who's sitting forlorn in her car without, and what's unusual is not that the f- tire's flat, but there's no wheel on it. And she told me she drove in from the freeway. And I said, listen, God is with you, I'm going into Walmart, I'll come back out. If you need a tow, I'll get you towed to your, wherever you need to go. I come back out, and there's a woman behind her. Uh, and I go, okay, I set my car for a minute, I think she's, my son had had a concussion, I needed to get back. Kathy had sent me back, but I said, Lord, I really, you know, I think she's okay. But I didn't leave, and I prayed a minute. Then I went, and it didn't seem like anything was happening. I walked over there, and the woman said, there was a, uh, a woman behind her. Uh, this was a black woman in just saying, and it was a, another black woman in the back who uh, I call it the Pentecostal woman. She was a woman of faith. She said she had, had the toe taken care of, and I said, that's so great. Just, uh, uh, Felicia, you know that the God is with you, this, that he's sending people to help you. I pray you're encouraged. I left. I started driving away half a mile away, and the Lord reminded me that I had put a $100 bill in my wallet to give to a missionary that i had some in mind on church, which I do sometimes. And um, he told me, go back and give it to her. And I did. And when I walked and handed it to her, she wasn't very thankful. and She was kind of so into her world before. But when I handed it to her, she broke down and she couldn't even speak for two minutes. And the Pentecostal woman was uh, jumping up and down in the middle of Walmart parking lot, (laughs) praising God. And um, and for but after two or three minutes she she ends up getting her uh, she gets to get together and just says she had just been telling the other woman that that uh, a month or two ago the same thing happened on the freeway that the wheel fell off. twice this happened. she's a miracle she didn't die on the freeway and before uh, she was just telling her the story when I handed her the money before some couple, had just been married two days, pulled up behind her, and uh, before they even got there, they had called the tow truck, and she goes, yeah, yeah, and then, you know, they'd go to church just uh, in my neighborhood. And they had invited her, and they connected with her, and then later she goes, "Yeah, I just needed to smoke after." And I reached into my pocket, and there was five hundred dollars in there.
7: Oh,
3: and so wow. it, it, she was broken because she, Jesus was giving her light at that moment. It broken through her despair. She just wanted to get back to her kids, mm-hmm. that her mom, that were with her mom. So, may He do that in our life. I, I mean, this doesn't yeah. happen every day to me in airports, on airplanes. Yeah, but may He. Just put us in a circumstance where we say, Lord, are you doing something? And then because it's the greatest gift for us. Yeah. It, it makes me come alive. Oh, of course. Lord Jesus, would you do that this year in our life?
2: Praise the Lord. I had a
5: similar incident happen years ago at the conference of the Holy Spirit. I was walking into the door B and I thought, Lord, how am I gonna pay for this? It's gonna cost a hundred dollars to put my three kids in this. And the Lord clearly said, put your money where your treasure is, put it into your children. So I had, I wrote out the check, I registered for it, turned around, and I ran into a friend I hadn't seen in years who was involved there. And we're standing there praying together, and he said, I just feel like I'm supposed to give you $100. Just like that, he gave me the cash. I said, you have no idea what this means. I just wrote this check putting the treasure for my kids, and the Lord gave it right back to me. Wow. I, and I put it in the offering. <laughs> it just was so cool to see yeah. the exact, and him look at me and say, I have $100 for you.
2: Praise the Lord. Wow. Anybody else share about your about the new year? Anything you want to... <coughs>
6: I'm glad you said what you said in the sermon about, you know, um, if you knew you're going to, let's say you know you're going to die this year, is anything you're like, this this has to be done before I die. And I was sitting there going, no, you know, I could he could take me, especially before taxes are due. <laughs> um, but then I thought, well, so I have a sister three years older, I have an identical twin brother, and we have a brother that's 12 and a half years younger, and that younger brother has chosen to estrange himself from my twin and I, mostly because of my twin. Um, And at a common wedding like four or five years ago, three or four times I tried to talk to that younger brother and he just wouldn't have anything to do with me. And as soon as you said that, I thought, "I, I can't die without reaching out to that brother. And I want to thank you for that word.
2: Okay, let's pray for uh, pray for that to happen. I ask that you, that Bill would be. Put it on him, put the mic on.
6: Father, I ask that Bill would be open to his older, one of his older brothers calling him up and talking to him. Um, I know that he came to the Lord after spending time with me when I was in college. And Father, I ask that you remind him of that and then open his heart to getting back in relationship with Jim, my brother and I. We ask for this in Jesus' name.
3: Amen. miraculous reconciliation in the name of Jesus
2: yes we expect to hear of it we expect to hear of it God this we agree. year Make it, we what's his agree. name Bill. Bill we expect to hear yes. we pray for Bill we thank you for Bill we don't know why he has shut himself off uh, maybe he's afraid maybe there's something there that's holding him back but we break through we break through that passivity, that resistance, in Jesus' name, and we expect to hear what a glorious day that will be in heaven and on earth as Bill meets up with his brother and meets up with Jesus.
5: I just sense that there's any lies that he
2: has believed in. Get the mic there. If there's
5: any lies that Bill has believed from the past, if there's anything that he's held on to and it's become twisted in his thinking, Lord, we ask for clarity, we ask for the mind of Christ for him. I ask that you would go to those spots of things that he has piled up and that you would reveal yourself into those situations and he Mm -hmm. would see them with truth. Reconciliation is so important to you. You were at work reconciling the world to yourself, Mm -hmm. and you desire to see us reconciled to one another, Lord. So I have experienced and tasted a long awaited reconciliation, and I just, in the same spirit that you did it in our home and in our family, I pass that on to Kent and his family, that you, this is a high priority for you, Lord. And so much of it is where the enemy got in and twisted things in our thinking. So, Lord, would you give clarity? Would you give new thoughts? Would you give fresh, new ability to the wiring in his brain, whatever it is that's construed and, and warped in his thinking, we just break that in Jesus' name and give him the mind of Christ.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
7: A scripture is coming to my heart right now that I feel like I should share. It's in Matthew 5, 23. So if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift therefore before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. <clears throat> Lord, I just pray that connection the connection between Family members be strong yeah. this year, Lord. As, mm-hmm. as, as you know, family members Jesus. may have some differences mm-hmm. with this new, you know, between the between the the COVID and non-COVID and right. all the 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 politics that come into that, Lord. And it's just dividing our family, Lords. Yes. And I just pray that our family be connected back together in Your love, in Your name. And Lord, I just pray that he can he that he be connected to his brother that he be that he give a good word to you no through you to his brother so that they can they can he can reconcile that and Mm -hmm. and and have have faith that Mm -hmm. that you know there's love between us because when when you're feeling there's no love between each other it's, it's hard to even you know con- conjure up the words to even say hi sometimes because i i've I've been there you know between my parents there's just there's there's a love hate relationship there and i don't I don't like it, and then you know so i'm I'm kind of dealing with the same issues you know so i I feel you there
2: oh mm, okay yeah.
4: I also have a scripture that I was so blessed with today. It's a scripture uh, that was in my devotional, and uh, you all have read Ephesians, but I I have it underlined and highlighted, and you know what we all, well, I like to do at least. And God's word encourages us, doesn't it? It just, it's so powerful. Uh, And so we thank you, Father, for your word. Uh, from Ephesians here, spiritual blessings. We're talking about the Holy Spirit. And uh, uh, from the beginning, praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world. Think about that. How? What? Wait a minute. Lord, you were thinking about us even before the world, before you created the world. And this is hard uh, to even comprehend. But Lord, through your Holy Spirit, you help us think about this and, and um, receive it and soak it in. So before the creation of the world, to be holy and blameless in his sight. How is that possible, Lord? Well, through your Holy Spirit. And in love, he predestined us to be adopted as his sons through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace, which is freely given us in the one he loves. Mm -hmm. So in him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. He made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ to be put into effect on the times will have reached their fulfillment in bringing all things in heaven and on earth together under One head, even Christ. In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plan of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. In order that, I love those words, in order that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be for the praise of his glory. Mm -hmm. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you are marked in him with the seal of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And this is the end of this passage here in Ephesians, verse 14 who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance, this is the Holy Spirit, until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Lord, help us to receive all of this. Lord, every day to receive your word, to soak it in. (laughs) And to be so blessed, filled with your Holy Spirit, To have that armor, to have that forgiveness, to be equipped so that we can go forth and bless others. Before Paul
1: gives the benediction, I just wanted to say, you know, we've heard a lot of words from God today, which we should thank him for, right? The creator of the universe took time to speak to us and our little church, which is pretty awesome when you think about it. So thank you, God, for speaking to us. Mm -hmm. We appreciate it. Help us to always be listening and not be so busy about Mm -hmm. our own lives or Mm -hmm. distracted by the world that we don't take the time to stop and listen to you and see what it is that you're trying to tell us. Because we want to serve you. We want to partner with you. We are in awe and excited at the same time the fact that you want to partner with us. And we want to be faithful to that in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. I think God's got a lot in store for us this year. I think it's going to be a special year. I think it might be the year that we've been praying for for a long time. It might be the revival year. I mean, why not? I can think of no reason at all that this wouldn't be it. Right? Right? He might have a reason, and that's okay, God, if you have a reason that's not this year. But if it's all the same to you, why not? this yeah. year. Amen. Yeah. And and I don't think it's a coincidence that God's having us leave here and go to North Springs. I don't know what's in oh. store. I don't know what's going to happen. God will tell us when we need to know. <laughs> We're just following and he's going to take care of us. I mean, it's not yeah. a coincidence that right when we need uh, suddenly need a place, yeah. that we have one yeah. with a kindred spirit who has the same type of that church, they have the same type of goals, desires, and heart that we do. I mean, you'll all see that in the next couple months as you get to know people there at North Springs. So God's got wonderful things in store. It's fun and exciting to be on a journey and a trip with God. It might be a little like, ah, I wish I knew where we were going, but you know? If Mary can deal with that, all the confusion, you can. If Mary can deal with that, I certainly can, right? Yeah. So this is the job, right? So not comfortable, but that doesn't mean
3: that we don't proceed through that, you know
1: mean, to see what's beyond that. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Amy just said change is uncomfortable. That doesn't mean it's not good. Yeah. Doesn't mean on on the other side isn't something better. That's the thing. To get to a promised land, you have to go through something else. You have to change. Things have to get different. We don't like change. We do want something better. So sometimes God, in his kindness, allows us to go through something we don't like in order to get something we need. Um, so praise God for that, and thank you, Lord. Paul, you want to
2: yeah. close us
1: out? Yeah. Maybe give another thank you prayer for the facility here that we've been blessed to have.
2: And uh, Steve and Rye were going to be here today, and I got noticed this morning that they could not, that somebody wasn't feeling well. Pardon? I think it
1: was a car when he
2: started. Oh yeah, maybe that was oh, a car, yeah. car issue. Yeah. So I wanted to you to meet them so that you could bless them. He went to seminary I started uh two thousand seven. So I was hoping. Are they so. the pastors? Is that what
1: you're saying?
2: No. He he started a church here he, and uh, He's the dude who
7: gave you the building. Yeah. Oh,
2: oh, oh. yeah. Oh, there you go.
3: Oh,
7: okay. Yeah. I thought you said they were the pastors over at the you know, church. Oh, not
2: the other one. No. I know that place. I've preached there. For a while, I was preaching about once a month over there. So I know some of the people. I know Ed Shawa, and Adriana knows him very well. (laughs) She's his daughter. And uh, so they're, of course, thrilled. Paul, of course, is thrilled. And we're thrilled because we've got a place now, and it's not far away. And so after the benediction now, uh, those who are able are going to help uh, we're going to be moving from here to there. It's four minutes away, around the corner on lake. So uh, thank you if you can stick around for a while and help us. And Nate, you're going to lead that charge, right? You'll tell us what to do? Okay. So the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and grant you his peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.